0: I know that human beings and fire can co-just peacefully. This, without finding. Petri dish.
1: Guys, welcome to Petri Dish. I'm Nathan. I'm Sean, the scientist one. Oh yeah, and I'm a bartender. Yeah, nailed it. And today, I'm more than a bartender. Yeah. I'm going to remember a musician who my mom ditched for BTS... I know that the spades are the swords of a soldier. I know that the clubs are weapons of war. Okay, we're talking about sting today. (laughs) Well, we're not really talking about sting, but we are talking about bacteria. Because it turns out bacteria, much like the sting song, use weapons of
0: war. Wow, that's excellent. (laughs) You know, it's actually, it's funny, right now, there is a part of the immune signaling pathway called sting. Really? And it is so hot right now in cancer research.
1: So it's go. said that
0: people have sting fever. Woo! And that's great. God, that tied in way deeper than I expected. Yeah, so sting actually has nothing to do with this yeah. episode, but that's good. <laughs> right. I mean,
1: what we're talking about today, though, are all the various ways that, you know, you know, I mean, we're talking a lot about diseases. Some of them are viral and some of them are caused by bacteria. How are bacteria getting into your cells in the first place? I'm going to warn you guys ahead of time. This is a very phallic and graphic episode. A lot of Sean's toxic masculinity really comes out in an ugly way (laughs) in this episode. (laughs) There's
0: a lot lot of penetration and I don't know, it's pretty wacky stuff. Bacteria do make a lot of toxins, so you know I think it makes sense. But yeah, I think, you know, (laughs) this broad topic, thank you for shitting all over me, Nathan. This broad topic is going to be about how bacteria wage war on each other and on ourselves. Right. Yeah, so let's get into it.
1: So, Sean, usually I think, you know, history's written by the winners and by humans. <laughs> yes. Bacteria are not literate, as far as we know. <laughs> and so we usually think of bacteria like Osmosis Jones. They're just the bad guys. But let's reimagine it. Sure. I mean, let's if, make them the protagonists.
0: In a lot of the fun fights that maybe you'll see like a little microscope video of or whatever, it's like our white blood cells eating a bacteria. Right. Or we have cool... Kinda of computer animations of like an alien looking phage spaceship landing on a right. bacteria and killing it. So like- uh, we're perpetuating the white privilege. Of broader civilization. (laughs)
1: Don't Don't make this a racist episode.
0: (laughs) We have a tendency to frame bacteria as like the losers of those fights. Right. Okay, But bacteria fight each other and ourselves successfully plenty of the time. They have their own weaponry. Yeah. Where they successfully wage this warfare. And I think it really, a lot of the ways that, you know, like ourselves just eat a bacteria or something, it undersells the cool kind of medieval shit that these bacteria do. Right. If, like, previously our immune system
1: episodes kind of revolved around, like, law enforcement as a broader metaphor and a way to visualize it, this one's all about medieval warfare. How are bacteria gonna sap our cells? How are they going to battering ram them? Mm -hmm. Trebuchet them? Sure. Just, like, straight fucking get your longsword and just, like, put it right in the stone wall. Just penetrate that stone wall.
0: <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> like Like the, Kenneth Prada like Kenneth in like Henry the The v. classic effective sword versus stone wall. <laughs> yeah. We few, we happy few, we
1: band of bacteria. For he today who sheds his blood with me shall be my brother, and be so vile, this day shall gentle his condition. Wow. <laughs> so how are we going to do that? You're very
0: strong. Okay. So, so
1: let's talk bacteria, baby. How did they get it?
0: Yes. Okay. So some small setup on the different kinds of bacteria, okay? Bacteria are usually grouped into two big categories, okay, gram-positive and gram-negative. Much like male prostitutes in Washington, D.C. What? <laughs> oh, my
1: God! Are you Lindsey gram-positive or Lindsey gram-negative? <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, there's actually there's, an antibody test for this now. That's one for the Patreon. Um, okay. <laughs> so, both of these groups of bacteria, gram-positive and gram-negative, Your joke is still funny.
1: (laughs) Uh, Sean, tell me more about tell me more about these gram positive and negative bacteria.
0: It's It's all I got. Um, Both of them have a cell membrane, just like our cells have a cell membrane. But then they have a cell wall outside of that. All bacteria have that going on. But then gram negative bacteria have another membrane on the outside of that. Right. All right. So they're kind of a sandwich. Right. Okay. And these
1: membranes you describe them as a dense tangle of proteins,
0: right? So the the cell wall that's in between. Ah, okay. The cell wall is this dense tangle of proteins and sugars and right. shit. Much
1: like the limbs of men as you walk through Lindsey Graham's hotel room. <laughs>
0: God damn it. <laughs> it's just like a thicket, a thicket of love. <laughs> I can't believe you're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Lady G <laughs> Yeah, I can't believe you're doing this to Lady G. Um, but the membranes are lipid membranes, just like on our cells, and they're the sandwich around the cell wall. Right. Okay. And so that's for gram-negative bacteria, where they have this extra one. And so the way I kind of imagine it is like a castle wall, and then a moat on the outside. Right. And then, in some cases, it would be like, a wall, a moat, and then another wall. Right. Or something, right? And then,
1: oftentimes, then your siege weapons, and then your Dothraki warriors. (laughs) 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 You just want to make sure the zombies have a fighting chance. I
0: can't believe those sons of bitches. That season was terrible.
1: I'm amazed that... I found a way to bring back season eight.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I think collectively we had all erased that kind of like the uh, last airbender movie.
1: Has any TV show ever been so erased from the collective memory as quick (laughs) as
0: season eight of Game of Thrones? Well, it's a huge bummer because I think a lot of people would want to go back and rewatch that show. Right. But I have a hard time watching like season three knowing what happens in season eight. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. It's, It's hard for me, dude. Anyway, another potential way is like a double hulled ship. So like some boats have... You know, your wall to keep the ocean out. Right. right? And then some of them have another inner wall. Right. So that, you know, if you scrape up against an iceberg or something. I was about to say, (laughs) but some bacteria have icebergs. (laughs) So having those two layers of membranes kind of complicates your situation if you're a bacteria that wants to get something all the way out. From you, right? Right. You have like all this extra layers to get through. It's kind of tough. Luckily,
1: eukaryotic and prokaryotic and all these sexy types of cells, bacteria, all this stuff, we've been evolving together for millions of years. Some would say six thousand years. <laughs> 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 and so, bacteria have made a lot of cool ways to ah, uh! just like get right in that cell.
0: <laughs> yes, that was beautiful, Nathan. Yeah. Thank you.
1: I think a lot of my stuff is coming through in this episode. <laughs>
0: And a whole lot of you, a whole <laughs> lot of you. But it's good. It's beautiful. You're you're a really pretty boy. <laughs> hey, so, the- <laughs> Sean, you sure, you sure got a mouth on you though. <laughs>
1: Sean, I'm glad we brought up Game of Thrones because I'm getting a real Cersei Lannister vibe coming from you. Oh, brother! But okay, so we categorize these different ways of bacteria getting into cells in different secretion systems.
0: Yeah. So there's a lot of types of secretion systems, and Some of the types of secretion systems are just about how do you get something from inside the cell to the extracellular space. Okay. You know, whatever kind of liquid is out there or whatever. Yeah, what's type 1 and 2? Right, so those are about getting through the first membrane... And then letting stuff hang out in the sort of in-between zone. Okay. And then there's another type where it's like getting it through both walls. Right. right, All the way through the layers.
1: So we don't give a fuck about secretion type
0: 1 or type 2 for this episode. That's banal crap, whatever. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. It is important stuff for things like when they want to digest food that's around them. And a lot of times when they secrete out toxins just into the liquid around them. Right those types matter but in this case we're talking about like some warfare shit right so the first one where this comes up is the type 3 secretion system okay Okay. and so the type 3 secretion system again guys excuse sean for how graphic this is gonna get (laughs) the type 3 secretion system is basically a pokey needle oh god (laughs) that bacteria build to be able to inject stuff into eukaryotic cells like our cells and I mean, honestly, its design is not all that different from a hypodermic needle that you'd use to get an injection under your skin. Right. Or something. It's got a sharp, pointy protein on the end that sticks out from the bacteria. And when it's nearby, a human cell can jab through our cell membrane. Wow. Okay. The system, this injection system, is basically from the same evolutionary kind of path as flagella.
1: Which are the kind of guys that make us move, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They look a little bit like a like a sperm tail yeah. kind of thing. Similar look, too. Right. It. And the part of it where they have a lot in common, evolutionary, is the base where it connects to the bacteria. Right. So it's got this whole base set up to be able to let it get through the membrane, wall, and the membrane. Okay, yeah. But then it has its own cool little needle pokey thing and then kind of this hollow tube. Right, it wants to inject shit into you so is it made of adamantine or mithril <laughs> like what gives it that pokey power I mean, it's made out of protein oh shit it's made out of protein but the the cool things about like the pointy end of that protein is it basically comes to a point that's like an atom
1: thick oh wow you okay I mean?
0: so it just it comes up to your cell membrane and can just like literally penetrate through your cell membrane that's cool and you know at that point You have proteins that basically get injected through the tube and through this needle that's now inside your cell, right? Wait, what atom? Hmm? Like uranium? No, no, no. (laughs) Einsteinium? Uh, I I I think it's probably, at the very tip, it's probably like a hydrogen. (laughs) So this this needle dick little nitrogen is getting all up in my cell. I mean, it's a protein, so it's got all the same atoms as proteins typically do. So in this case, I'm pretty sure it's the amino end, so I, I think it's a nitrogen with some hydrogens hanging around very sexy but it gets jabbed right in there buddy and then the needle tip is actually so skinny and small that fully folded proteins are too big to be able to go through wow so to get injected the proteins actually need to get unfolded okay basically, into their little kind of noodle shape that's cool and then that gets and they go through, <laughs> and and into you they reform on the other side inside of your cell wow and uh yeah how are proteins so smart <laughs> I think I think just over time, the ones that can't refold were not useful at all. Right. <laughs> and then ones that were useful and added a, an advantage could fold. Again. Why do they refold? Like, because obviously they're not thinking to themselves,
1: I'm going to refold. It's just like when they get squished out, whatever pressure forces or whatever's going on makes them defold. And then when they're in a, you know, when they're out of
0: that whatever pressure, they just naturally want to fold back up. Yeah. So the energy part is actually unfolding them. So right, there's a whole process that uses energy to turn them into their noodle unfolded shape. Cool. And then they naturally want to fold back once right. they're through the other side.
1: So it's kind of like, so energy, we're talking about like chakras and <laughs> like the end of season two
0: with Aang trying <laughs> to unlock his avatar state. That
1: ATP. ATP. Okay, there yeah, we go. Yeah,
0: the energy currency of the cell, as Mr. Spinagle said in AP bio. Mm, um, Beautiful dancer. Yeah. Yes. He had something special. Okay. So how do we reprogram injecting people? Well, so at this point, it'd be like, we just injected some stuff, but what does it do? Right. Right. And there's a lot of different kinds of proteins that get injected, and it can happen for a lot of purposes. So for example, salmonella bacteria is one example of somebody that uses these little pokey needles to inject proteins into cells in the lining of your intestines. Okay. And those injected proteins tell the cell to start ruffling its surface. Oh. Because the salmonella has basically come up and is right next to that cell. It has to be so that the needle can poke in. That makes sense. And then those proteins, after they get injected, start telling the cell, make your cell membrane all roughly because that will let the salmonella enter into the cell. Oh, wow. Okay. It'll kind of make its own little cul-de-sac out of cell membrane. Right. It's like when one vampire, you let them in,
1: and then he tells you, he's like, okay, now open the door and let the other ones in. And then the other vampires come in. (laughs) Okay, as as depicted in uh,
0: in *Night of the Vampire*. Wow, maybe. (laughs) But the point is that ultimately, what happens is the salmonella gets engulfed by the cell. Okay, cool. So now the salmonella is sitting in this little engulfed bubble called phagosomes or endosomes. Okay. And normally, those bubbles get What's inside of them digested by the cell? Okay, That's a cool. normal process. Is that cool. they meet up with the lysosome, they get all chewed up. But the Salmonella doesn't want that to happen, so it keeps sending signals through its little needle. Yeah, that does things like stops the process and lets it set up a little home base inside the cell. Yeah. So basically, they kind of freeze the digestive process inside the cells. You know, I knew a guy like that once.
1: What? <laughs> well like he would be sleeping but his dick would be like make me a sandwich <laughs> and just like as a pheromone right and then like i would go make a sandwich and i didn't really know why but i would just leave it at his door and then like as i got far enough away from the pheromones emitted from you know his phallus i would be like whoa i'd be like what was that like why did i make that grilled cheese sandwich <laughs> and i only later realized that it was because of what his needle was, was signaling <laughs> This whole episode
0: was a mistake. (laughs) We shouldn't have done this. (laughs) What an awful idea. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Another example bacteria besides salmonella is uh, Shigella. Mm. And this one can infect macrophages that hang out in your intestinal lining. Right. And so like salmonella shigella sends signals to the macrophages to get eaten but then also prevents their digestion by the macrophages in the
1: moe version of this episode shigella is like a hot okinawan girl you know (laughs) shigella you know (laughs) (laughs) you know like a tan you know be like shigella she's like to probably too
0: though i don't like you i'm shigella (laughs) So what ends up happening with the Shigella infection is they've eaten up the bacteria, but the bacteria is still hanging out inside of them. Yeah. And then the macrophages naturally move away from the edge of your intestinal lining, kind of deeper into your body. Right. And then the Shigella gives a signal for the macrophage to die. Wow. And then they basically jailbreak out, almost like Trojan horse style. They're like, they're in through the wall now. Damn, dude. Shigella. Very naughty. Very dark. And there's a lot of other bacteria that do this kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like Yersinia bacteria, like the one for pseudo tuberculosis, and also the one for the plague. Right. Those guys also send signals that prevent all kinds of shit. They, they can stop immune cells from eating them. They can instruct immune cells to kill themselves or to shut up. It's, it's all kinds it's of... Type 3 secretion has plagued mankind for millions of years. It's kind of, it's like hijacking the signals inside cells. Right you know? And so, yeah, yeah. A lot of different diverse ways that they do that.
1: Guys, let's take a break. Afterwards, imagine this castle that is the cell. How else are we going to penetrate those cell walls? Battering rams.
0: (laughs) The following is an actual advertisement. Today's episode of Petri Dish is presented to you by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. It provides podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so that you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. We recently joined as a member and you can too. It's really easy. You just need to apply to become a member and you're immediately connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's at podgo.co, P-O-D-G-O dot C-O.
1: Okay, guys, we're back. Now, Sean, tell me about how we battering ram our way through the
0: cell. Well, for number purposes, we're going to go in order. And uh, this next one's more like a straw than a battering ram, really. Fuck! You fucked me for the last
1: (laughs) time. Okay, so we're talking type 4 secretion system. How else is the bacteria going to get in there?
0: Yeah, so the type 4 system is actually really interesting. It's very common and very diverse in the bacterial world. Okay. Okay. And it gets used for a lot of things. It's not always a weapon. Yeah. It's one of the ways that bacteria kind of exchange DNA with each other. Very they sexy. A little, little kind of sex style DNA swap. Mm. Very
1: diverse. I okay. like it.
0: And so because of that, it's kind of this bigger straw. DNA is a very big structure. Right. It takes up a lot of space. It's bigger than a lot of proteins. So you need this kind of nice big straw connecting from one bacteria to another. So we're literally imagining like a straw here. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's an assembled protein straw. What's it called? Uh, a, a sex pili. Or sex pilus? <laughs> that's what Caesar called his dick. He's like, I will shaft you with my sex pili. <laughs> so when bacteria do it, it's called conjugation. <laughs> <laughs> when I do it, it's called conjugation. <laughs> and so it's a, it's a really important process for bacteria to exchange plasmids and shit with yeah. like antibiotic resistance. Okay, cool. Okay? So that's one way that bacteria can spread antibiotic resistance to other bacteria. That's cool. And naughty, right? We don't like that. Oh, right. It's bad. <laughs> it's bad for us. I'm just sorry. These are the protagonists. Right. For right. Yeah. yeah. They can also use that straw, by the way, to take up DNA that's hanging outside of them in sort of just like the juices outside. Right. Right. So it's not just using the straw to like send it from one bacteria to another, but if a bacteria dies... And a lot of it's just kind of juicy DNA floating out there. Right. A bacteria can use this type 4 system to actually pull DNA into them.
1: Right. So type 4 is the Roman style, right? We have our sex pili that we throw at the enemy. <laughs> and we can use it to suck up like various Greek religious practices. Yeah. Right. Right. Like
0: and mithridates and all sorts of cool Egyptian hermetic stuff. Right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I like it. And here's the thing, they aren't that picky, which I think is getting to your point. Yeah. There's a bacteria called Agrobacterium tumefaciens, and it transfers its DNA to plant cells. So it's not even like a bacteria-to-bacteria bacteria thing. They inject their stuff into plants. Damn. And we actually use this in biotech purposes. Right. We'll use them to help us get genes that we want to, like, genetically engineer into plants. Right. And they'll do the transfer for us.
1: Just like how certain Roman legal principles... Transferred into Germanic society and unto us to this very day. Beautiful, yeah,
0: beautiful. And so, like, yeah.
1: um, like uh, two for the penny, one for the pound. What? <laughs> <laughs> that's not even. That's not uh, even the same. Uh,
0: simplify Tyrannus. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. Uh, okay, so some bacteria use these type four secretion systems to actually mess up eukaryotic cells. Okay. Okay. So, for example, Legionella numuno... This is so
1: Roman. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So these Legionnaires with their sex Pilla, what are they doing? By the way, Pilla are the the javelins that Roman Legionnaires would use. This is why I'm harping on this so much.
0: Yes, although Legionella is a fun coincidence. Yeah, it's because Legionella causes Legionnaire's disease. Ah, I don't think it's a coincidence, Sean. I
1: think Q planned this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, shit. Q-Anon's in the house. Okay, um... Legionella uses the type four secretion system to build their little hangout spot inside of cells, the same way that Salmonella uses the type three system. Yeah. that we mentioned, you know, just a few minutes. Ago. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's the type
1: four secretion. System. Right. So, so far we've just like straight up pierced the cell membrane wall.
0: We've just sucked
1: with a straw.
0: <laughs> now we're gonna finally talk about my foot. We're gonna battering ram, right? Yeah. So because this next one is kind of a big chunk of talking. Yeah. I'm gonna say let's take a break, a really brief break here. Oh my god! Because we're gonna have so many words to say about the type six secretion system. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna be able to stop. Okay. Okay. Well, so let's, a little, let's take a mini break. Just a little something. For it, uh, just a quick PSA.
1: You know, mom, I used to really like driving with you and listening to Plain White Tees, <laughs> and now it's always BTS, and I, and I miss Plain White Tees all of a sudden. What the shit hey, is happening? Hey, hey there, Delilah. What's it like in New York City? <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. I mean, Sting too. But you. <laughs> I miss Sting. You know you can just talk to our mom, right? You like get that. It doesn't have to be through podcast media. You don't know what happened. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. From the
1: diamonds in my life far, saw. <laughs> Listeners, that's just the shape of my heart.
0: Oh, back to Sting. Yeah, okay. I miss that too. All right, so let's take let's take a little break from all that that you just said. <laughs> I get that BTS hates Trump or something.
1: Like that's lovely, but like. <laughs> 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 okay, so let's let's get going. actually, guys, we totally misled you. We're sorry about that. Our short break is actually going to be a week., um, the pandemic has touched our lives like everyone else, and unfortunately, it demands us change our scheduling a little bit. And so join us next week for our part two. On bacteria and their weapons of war, we're going to go into type 6 secretion. All the crazy, other sexy, sexy ways that bacteria drill into your body. Thank you again, as always, Stacy for sound design. Brian Allen for art. Griffin Allen for your awesome animation. All you guys who support us through Patreon, through your subscriptions, just by listening week by week. We really appreciate that. Talk to us on Twitter. So thank you guys so much. Have a great week. Ich bin ein you